Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Hello. I like that. You're awake. Okay. Or was that you trying to find the date and you're like, I'm nope. stall. Okay. Nope. Thursday. It's March 30th. I was actually trying to see if March had 30 or 31 days. Oh. I was like, happy last. No, uh, happy March 30th. It's not the last day of March, but it is 5.30 right now because I delayed enough and we do get a raise when we talk right at 5.30. There we go. There we go. So th- there was a method to your madness. I appreciate you, Sean. That's Thanks right. for the raise. Uh, also with it being March 30th, it is opening day for the MLB. It is baseball day today. What? Wow, that feels early to me, I guess, since the calendar says March. Yeah, and because it's just so winter here with yes. like two feet of snow on the ground everywhere that you look. But we have to remember that we are not like everywhere else. <laughs> that plays baseball. In this very far northern community, we're not? Okay. Yeah. Are they playing baseball in like Florida and nice warm places? Yeah, pretty much all over. Like the Blue Jays, they play at 2 o'clock this afternoon. They are down in St. Louis. I don't know what the temperature is down in St. Louis this time of year, but they seem fit to play. And, uh, oh, it's around 19 degrees, not just for wow. when, at around 2 p.m. Just, just checking it out. Just see yeah. it. Wow, your quick Google searches are really uh, mm. yeah, doing just a good job this morning. Sports nerd over here. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a bad fan, though. Why? Because I wore my Ducks hat this morning instead of a Blue Jays hat. Come. I need to represent. You do. You do. I think you should walk home after we start this next song. Go home, get the right hat on, and come back. And then, need, then we'll let you back in the studio. The good mojo needs to happen. So basically, yeah. So from this day for the next like 162 days, um, it's Blue Jays time, baby. Woo woo. <laughs> I found a life hack for the year of 2023. If you want to stay down in the city in Edmonton and also reap some rewards. Okay, I mean, this is for everybody because we all know we got to make our Costco runs. 100%. And so I'm not gatekeeping this one. I'm telling everyone this one. I'm not (laughs) holding it to myself because it's for everyone. Hashtag no free ads. So I'm not going to, can't just be giving free ads out here. So if you want to know the the nitty gritty, you're going to have to text or call 780-791-1037. But I'm going down this weekend to the city. I'm going to go watch my ducks play. I'm thinking I'm going to get a new phone as well. Wow. I'm going to hop on over to Saskatchewan for that. That's a different story. But I'm going to be in the city because the ducks play Saturday night. And I remember scrolling across this TikTok that said, hey, if you're planning on staying in Edmonton, go this route, because if you want to just stay one night in return for booking on our site, we'll give you either a $50 gas card, a $50 prepaid MasterCard, or a $50 dining card. So you might as well just get the MasterCard. Or the gas card. You have to drive to Edmonton. Use Can't the-, the MasterCard pay for gas? Yes, it totally could. I guess, yeah, then you have every option under the sun. Yeah, that's how I'm viewing it. Okay, okay. Uh, I two- see your, your point. Yeah, so then we upgrade. Two nights, $150. What? 
Three nights, book three nights in Edmonton. $225 prepaid MasterCard. And and it's all just with booking through their site and then and then they'll in return email you uh, your digital $150. So I'm staying two nights, I'm gonna get $150 uh, prepaid MasterCard. So the two nights at this downtown Edmonton that I'm staying at, mm, 340 or so. And so $150 in a prepaid MasterCard. Two nights at this place is now like 190 Yes, that's perfect. And then all of your gas and food probably for the weekend is covered. Absolutely. So it's a huge life hack. It goes all the way through till 2023. I'm not gatekeeping it, but hashtag no free ads. So if you want in on the secret, text or call 780-791-1037. If you've updated your iPhone recently, you might notice some new emojis. Yeah, iOS 16.4 is out now and they're saying a whole bunch of them uh, they, they routinely do this where they just kind of update and get with the trends of adding more stuff to their arsenal and I'm always amazed that they find more things to add because I'm like I, I never think I'm missing something and then when they do find stuff to add it's never what I noticed I missed and I think it's hilarious they added more color of hearts they're just holding back on colors aren't they like when they put out all the like <laughs> all the OG colors for all the hearts like what about these colors like you know what we could put out those colors now or we could wait till the next release so we have something at least. Yeah, that's, that's very true. The one I really like, though, is the it's like a head shaking emoji. And I always say it's mind boggling. That's so mind boggling. And I feel like I'm going to start using that one all the time. Just like this head shake, like, ah, I'm mind boggled. Yeah, yeah. The, the face is kind of blurred a little bit to give it the perception that it's shaking back and forth. And it has those expressions <laughs> of lines on the outside like it's shaking. I love the donkey one. Because um, whenever I want to call out my stupid friends for being stupid, I'll just send them a donkey emoji <laughs> instead of saying the words. <laughs> and then there's a moose one, which I think is fun and a little bit late. Like, I wish we had that yeah. for when we had the moose family living in Thickwood slash Timberley and all over the, the upper side of the bridge. Like, I'm just like, it would be so fun to be like, saw a moose emoji on my way to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moose is great. That's definitely a relevant one. And uh, and then some more animals, uh, donkey, moose. And then we got, what, like a swan, a goose, that type of thing? Yeah, I think it's like actually a kitchen duck. <laughs> you know, those white ducks from the 90s on mirrors and stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah. Jellyfish is in there. Anyways, we posted over on our Facebook page, right, Steph? Yes, we did. Yeah, you can go check it out and make sure you update your phone so you can have them, too. <laughs> You've been basically begging me for a week or so to watch Love is Blind. So I put aside my sports. I put aside anything else. And I was like, I'm going to watch one episode last what night. What a friend. Thanks. Only one? There's five. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I even extended my bedtime a little bit too. I went to bed at like ten o five. Wow. Okay. I guess I guess I should feel special. I do want to say thank you because I just need to talk about Love Is Blind. Yeah. So if we, if I only get one episode, at least they get one. Yeah. I don't think. Not really spoilers. It's the first episode, and we're not going to discuss after that. Okay. So not really spoilers. Just going to talk about some of the people and initial reactions. First of all, the the cast and crew they do a great job of keeping your attention and just making sure you're not really bored during an episode. So the first episode kicked off great. I was 
thoroughly entertained uh, throughout <laughs> the entire the entire thing. Uh, any like cast members sticking out to you? What do you got? Yeah, so Paul. Paul is like an um, environmental scientist. Yeah, he's the one with kind of the closed mouth, so he doesn't move his teeth yeah, when he talks. That's right. He, he's got a good head of hair, uh, and uh, he's 29, and he's kind of monotone, like you said. <laughs> and and I, I just picture him being the type of person who will nitpick in a relationship where mm. he will like be like, oh, that's how you eat your soup. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go chart that because I'm a scientist. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go make some analytical data about that and just move forward with that information. Oh, that's how you put your pants on? Okay, I'm just going to. And he will verbalize. I feel like he's the type of person that will nitpick and verbalize it and just like, that's what I'm envisioning. I have no clue, but that's the vibe. Yeah, it's I like get. if you want to be judged in a relationship, go for Paul. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, Zach, Zach is the criminal defense attorney. Uh, he shares just this. It's an incredible story, his experience through life from a child to where he's at now. Um, and it, one of his openers was he was just asking, uh, when people asked him what he did for a living, he said he's a stripper. And it was, I'm not going to give it away on why I think and this, that, or the other, but uh, I think it was very interesting why he opened with okay. that liner. Yeah, I thought that was a very interesting choice. I was like, huh, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, two of the older contest the contestants I can never remember on the four seasons was who was it Tiffany and Brett and Brett both of them are like 36 37 years old mm -hmm. and I can't remember people being close to 40 on the show I know I did think that that this love is blind series um, is older people most of them are in their late 20s early 30s and then uh, some into their later 30s and I feel like it's a bit more of a mature um, yeah. kind of season of the show where people really are looking for love. They really are th like, I want to have kids and get married. I'm not 23 and mm -hmm. going to move on to somebody else after we get to go to Mexico type thing. Yeah, I ship them. They're great. Ship them? I ship them. Okay. I like them. Oh, after right. the first episode, they're right. talking to each other. I ship them. I like them. I think they're going to make it. <laughs> I, I don't know what it. happens in the next couple episodes, but uh, the way that they alluded to it, I think I, I ship them already. <laughs> they're my favorite couple, so I guess I ship them too. <laughs> Some folks at MIT had a lot of time on their hands, and so they decided to try and figure out the best method for getting the Oreo separated to have an even amount of cream on either side of the cookie. What do you mean they had a lot of time on their hands? This sounds like a very important study, Steph. <laughs> pardon me, pardon me. Well, they use hundreds and hundreds of Oreo cookies. They probably had to buy them at Costco. I wonder <laughs> if the Oreo cookie factory gave them a deal. <laughs> yeah, they went right to the source. They got bulk right from the source. <laughs> we need to test this. We must open all your Oreo cookies. For science. <laughs> <laughs> So they like 3D printed an Oreodometer, they called it. Of course they did, nerds. <laughs> and it had like kind of coins and elastics on it trying to simulate the same amount of pressure that two hands would have when they're twisting mm. an Oreo to try and figure out the best way to twist. Um, and what they really want is for the cream to be on both sides of the cookie. So. Oh. And then, but they want it to be split evenly as if you slice the cookie in half. So you have cream on full sides of the cookie. Yeah. And what they discovered is it's impossible. Yeah, I would think so. And who wants that? Do you want that when you eat an Oreo and you twist it off? When I eat an Oreo, I take the top layer off and it's a plain old chocolate cookie. Yeah. And then I dip the cookie in the cream on the other side until yeah. there's half gone. And then I fold that half in and make an Oreo again, basically, and eat it like that. What do you do? Actually, come to think of it, holy crap, I don't even twist it off. 
You just eat it as a full on Oreo? Dunk and eat. Ooh, I like dunking the look. is a good choice. Always dunk. Always dunk, but I don't twist it off. Interesting. I, well, no, I think when I was seven years old, I used to twist it off and take my buck teeth and just <laughs> rake off the icing with my buck teeth. I can picture you. And then and then I'd dip the chocolate, the bear, two flats into the milk and just have that dipped. Oh, interesting. But now, now as a mature adult, I... <laughs> I just dunk. I, I just dunk because I'm a mature. No. Try not to make sure that I don't drink all the milk before I'm done dunking so yeah, my hand still fits. That's right. Um, but what they said was... Um, because when they make an Oreo in the factory, they put the wafer cookie down, they put a dollop of cream on it, and then they put another wafer on top and smush. The militant little seconds (laughs) that the cream is on the one side of the Oreo longer actually adheres it better. And so that's why when you twist the Oreo, you can't can't get it to split in half like Mm -hmm. that. Very interesting study. I mean, I guess I appreciate that they did it. I'm surprised that that's what they decided to study, but okay, yeah. MIT. That's right. You know, and there's probably a YouTube video of seven-year-olds coming to the same conclusion, but they needed to do it for science at MIT. <laughs> Yesterday, you and I were just having a casual conversation off air. Didn't think it was worth mentioning on air for everyone to hear until how drastically different uh, some of our experiences in life are with this thing I thought was totally casual because you got your haircut yesterday. Yeah, exactly, which everybody does, and I thought everybody had the same experience too, but I walk into the shop, I sit down, tell them I want to take six, eight inches off. 15 minutes later, I pay them and walk out. Wild. That is so wild. And I was like, well, at least you got like your head massage and you went to the sink and they like kind of shampooed and conditioned your hair and you were totally oblivious. Yeah, I've never had anybody wash my hair for me. Nobody has conditioned it. And certainly I haven't gotten a head massage at the the hair shop. Have you seen other people get this done? Um, like, I think if you're getting like a color and they're washing the color out, I've probably seen them go to the sink. Like, have you ever just sat down in your chair and you're kind of looking around in the salon? And you're like, what is that? Why are, they, why are they rubbing that person's head right there? Have you ever, has that ever happened? No, I mean, I'm only in there for such a short <laughs> amount of time, I guess. Like 15 minutes max. Perhaps it's just like my hairstylist is busy with me and I'm like, yep, looking in the mirror, like don't take too much off, but take a little more. And uh, then it's over. No, I've never seen anybody having this experience where they get a head massage. Oh my God. Okay, so I'm bald now. I do my own hair. But when I did have a head of hair, I had just these long blonde locks, surfer like down to my shoulders and so I had long hair and every time that I would go into uh, the salon I would always be greeted by my hair maybe it's I was friends with my hairdressers I don't know Uh, and it would always be like all right let's take you to the back they take me to the sink they would cut my hair and they'd shampoo it they'd conditioner it they'd give me just the best scalp massage just the fingers just like temples the whole scalp everything just like falling asleep here and then the the warm water just like kind of rushing through it was like I miss this. I might, I, I might, this is making me want to just go in be like, sir, you have no hair. It's like, I'm here for you to just rub my head for like five minutes and put that warm water on it. I miss that experience. I might go in with a wig. Like, I miss just the experience of the sink back there, of the warm water and the massage happening. And you have just never heard of this and had it done. No, I like the thing you're describing sounds very luxurious and expensive. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it always costs a lot of money to get your hair cut, but certainly I've never had an experience like that. Gosh. Like, all right. Well, if 
Somehow we come across a sum of money. This is what you're treating yourself to, okay? Next year, start <laughs> Next saving year. your bucks, and you're going to get the, the luxury the luxury done, okay? All right. What do I ask for? If you just walk in and that happens for you, and I walk in and I get the other thing, how do I say, I would like the full treatment, please? Yeah, I would like they, my hair washed. Like, Can please. you wash my hair today? And then I think naturally the scalp massage comes with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, 780 1037. Am I just asking for luxury? Do I live in the finer things in life and I just not know it? Or is Steph just like missing out on things? Let us know. We're talking about the treatment when you go into a hair salon. Sean says, hair washed, head conditioned, head massaged, then the cut. I say 15 minutes in and out and the whole time there are scissors out. Uh, who do we have here? Steph, it's Jerry Neville calling you. How have you never had the head massage shampoo thing? They don't ever offer it to me. They literally are just like, sit down in the chair. How much do you want off? Six inches, call it a day. I, I'm 100% with Sean. I walk in, when I had hair, <laughs> I would walk in, and they would do the, the shampoo, oh. the massage, then the cut. It was awesome. Oh. Like I, I'm with Sean. I'm half willing to grow like scruff on the side of my head just so I can go in and get that done again. I, I'm debating. I'm serious. After I, I was like describing, I'm like, wait, I need to go in again. I haven't had this in a long time, and I miss it so much. Oh, you definitely have to. And and I love the wig idea. I, I, I want video of that. Take that. <laughs> Jerry, have you ever talked to your wife, Jen? Has she ever told you that she gets a hair wash and a head massage? Oh, when she goes, she gets the full treatment, too. There's the not heck? a doubt about that. She, Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know how you've missed out on this stuff. I really don't. Yeah. I don't either because I do pay a lot of money. Like, it's still 60 bucks to get my hair cut. They're just getting you so, in and out, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say this right now. There are hairdressers all over Fort McMurray. Steph needs to have this treatment. Call her now <laughs> and give her the full treatment. Yes, please. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. I feel like we're about to change your life, Steph, because the haircutting experience is going to be so much better moving forward. Not only did we hear from Jerry that uh, the experience is so much better with the massaging and the hair washing and everything, but 780-791-1037. Stephanie also texted. And thank you, Stephanie, for tuning in. We appreciate you. She said she got a haircut recently, wanted to save money, ask what the price difference was, was between just, can I just wash my hair at home compared to here type of thing. Told her, nah, same price. Wash it at home. Come here. Doesn't matter. So she asked for it. Got it. Same price. That is crazy. So my $60 that I spend for 15 minutes of time in the chair could be one hour of luxury in the chair. And it would be the same price. $60 gets you the same thing. Now, I wouldn't assume. Maybe it varies from salon to salon. But it is worth asking. And if it is the same, be like, I got time on my hands, okay? <laughs> I want that shampoo. I want that conditioner. You know they're in the salon with the high-end Paul Martin stuff or whatever that brand is. Paul you Mitchell. <laughs> You know they got the PM. We'll, we'll, we'll PM it. You know they got that PM shampoo and conditioner, okay? You know that they're going to treat you. They know that you're going to get your temples rubbed. You're getting that massage, all right? Oh, I'm going to ask. I'm, I'm here go for it Go get now. one centimeter. I'm just going for an inch off. Go next month, okay? <laughs> we'll see what we can Sit do. Sit down. Get that scrubbing. I'll report back. <laughs> I have something for everyone to do on their lunch hour tomorrow. And that is to tune in to the live feed of the 
chopped competition that's happening at the Wood Buffalo Food Bank. Oh, interesting. Uh, where is the live feed going to be posted? What are we watching this bad boy? I'm going to post it on our Facebook feed for sure, but it's also going to be on YouTube. You can find it. And then as well, if you're one of those people who has Shaw Channel 10, it'll be on community television too. Oh, cool. So pr- literally anywhere. Literally anywhere you can find this. And I think it's going to be a ton of fun. Obi, who we've been interviewing yeah. every week because he's on Canada's Ultimate Challenge. He's participating. Um, there's a team from North Star Ford participating. R- remind me again, what what what, what uh, all happens in Chopped again? Okay, so Chopped, you get a basket and you get different items that you have to try and make into a meal, a basically. Meal. Okay. And they're usually kind of outlandish, like, oh, put rhubarb into an entree. And you're like, what? Barbecue sauce, I guess? Yeah. Um, but you have such a short time limit to be able to create these. And it's always a surprise. So you're like... What could I even make with this stuff? And the basket items, I have to say, I'm not going to say what they are, mm. secrets. Yeah. Um, they're pretty hard. Like <laughs> I, I was looking up some recipes myself, being like, "What could you make with?" That? And everyone gets the same basket. All the teams. Everybody gets the same basket. There's going to be four items in there, and they have to make an appetizer and an entree out of them. Oh, cool! Very cool. Yeah, so I think it's going to be super fun. Um, it'll be filmed at the North Star Ford Food Center. Um, Cummins will be there as well with a team because they donated the appliances to this. Oh, yeah. And this is a brand new uh, kind of test kitchen, teaching kitchen at the food bank where they can teach folks how to make slow cooker meals, how to cook meals kind of with some of the things that come from the items in their hampers. Like It is just such a beautiful place, state-of-the-art brand new. It's going to be such an asset for the food bank, so I'm super stoked to christen this kitchen with a chopped competition. Hey, we love when entertainment meets education and awareness. That's absolutely fantastic. And I don't even think yours truly over there, Steph, you're hosting this bad boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be there running around, checking in on the recipes. I have such good news for my own self is that I don't have to try them. Um, So there are... (laughs) have zero faith in these these home chefs but i'm sure they're going to be great um but the, there's three judges that'll be testing out how they did with their basket items and if they made something delicious but i'll just be saying how does it taste yeah, yeah. let me try a bite of that please <laughs> got a long weekend coming up here steph i'm taking some holidays yeah aren't you a lucky guy I, did i tell you this or is this surprising right now <laughs> it's not surprising i've been thinking all week that i don't get a friend in the studio on friday right. So everybody needs to call me and chat with me, please. <laughs> That's right. Monday, too. <laughs> creepy dudes, stay away, okay? Just because I'm not here doesn't mean you're allowed to be creepy, okay? I'm just throwing that out there. I've heard stories, okay? I know about it, oh, all right? Oh, dear, oh, dear. But still call and text. <laughs> uh, no, this weekend, I'm going down. I'm going down to the city. I'm going to watch my Red Hot Ducks take on the Edmonton Goilers. And <laughs> I love how they're always the Red Hot Ducks. How are they doing this year, Sean? Close to last, but that's great. I love them to be Red Hot and losing because we need to strive for that number one overall pick so we can get our own Connie on our team oh. in, the, in the draft where they draft like uh, junior hockey players. Okay, okay. So this, this is a strategy to be so bad. Yeah, and there's like a generational talent that is going to go number one overall. Everyone knows it. His name is also Connie. Connor. <laughs> yeah, Connor Bedard. <laughs> and he plays uh, for the junior team in Regina. So like everything is lining up for him to be an Anaheim Duck. 
Can we just talk about how you would feel if you were the number one draft pick and they're like, guess where you get to go? The worst place. That's just, that's the draft for sports in general for everywhere. The last place team gets to draft the best player and then the parody happens where not they're not last anymore. And then they start to be good again because they're starting to acquire good players. But that's just me being analytical in sports and stuff. Right, right, right. But back to the four-day work week. You've really planned this out? Yeah, and it's going to be a ton of fun. But I need some. So I'm going down. I'm going to be at uh, the Goilers game uh, <laughs> down at Rogers Place on Saturday night. And it, 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 they're, the, the Oilers are in a playoff push right now. So it's just going to be just a ton of Oilers fans. I expect to see zero Anaheim Ducks fans in the building. And I think I'm going to make a sign that says uh, down bad for Bedard and uh, maybe get on the telly because I'll probably stand out in a Ducks jersey. Down bad for... I I want him on the team. Oh, okay. Usually it's like meant like if you're like thirsty for like another human. Like you're down bad for them. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta level up your lexicon some of the things you're saying to me this morning because I don't think these are real terms, Sean. (laughs) So I'm down bad for Bedard and I really want him to join the squad. And I'll make it known, and hopefully I'll see you on the telly come Saturday night. I guess I'll have to watch. Obi in the house. We have to recap episode six. Now, this was the last episode of the regular season, so stakes are really high to get into those semifinals. Obi, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You were involved with pretty much every single thing that was going on. This was an Obi episode, and you... you... I would say it's probably the best episode so far. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is there a correlation there? (laughs) It was my favorite one so far. I was like, I know the star of the show here. <laughs> uh, let's start with the, the first challenge there. It was the solo challenge, and you really got to showcase not only your athleticism, but also your skills that you get to use in your job. Yeah, no, it was a cool event. Um, it was kind of weird that day. Like, they're like, there was no bus to transport us anywhere. They're like, just walk outside. So, um, oh, are you trying to say you got to stay in the Fairmont? Yeah, as well? the Fairmont. is that a humble brag? Yeah. yeah, thank you, taxpayers. <laughs> thank you so much. Fairmont. We got to stay at the Fairmont. But we didn't Those get room sheets service. Are so okay. soft. We didn't get room service. So um, Okay, okay. And then you had to go up on the roof of the Fairmont. Yeah, and then too, which I had to take bit. an elevator, uh, like, <laughs> service elevator. Like it was rude. But no, um, yeah, no, we, we went outside and we went to like the, the podium section and then when they said the name of the event, I knew instantly, like you can see my reaction. Like I was like, Yes, this is me. Because I like I said last week, I left Kingston with a chip on my shoulder and I I told uh, Gilmore, I was like whatever events first I'm going and just happened to be something literally in my wheelhouse and it was such a cool event because I'm one of four people to probably ever be able to do something like that yeah like that was a lot of money probably spent and like a lot of things in the works to get be allowed to do something like that with such a historical site so yeah I was very comfortable on that solo and my result obviously showcased that by winning by a minute and I didn't know anything. I was the last one to go, and I was sequestered into the, like the emergency stairwell, so I could only see every competitor go at the start, and that mm-hmm. was it. So when I said, "Was I fast?" like I truly was like, "I don't have no idea what my time is." Like <laughs> I don't know if I was good or bad or whatever. Right? Uh, obviously, my teammates were probably keeping time. So yeah, uh, when Kenny's like, "That was fast," so I'm like, "Okay, good." Then that was that's before I knew the result. So they showed it like that was the result, but it was till afterwards I finally found out i won so are, are you allowed to say what order it goes in did you actually go last yeah or does production chop we, it up yeah we finished last in the uh the uh oh right yeah the ikea Sorry to bring furniture that up. yeah yeah <laughs> way, to, way to bring that up again yeah <laughs> go see my therapist after this but <laughs> but i 
loved you were so fast so the event was climbing up the Fairmont rappelling down the other side of it climbing up another ladder like it was so such a firefighters game for that yeah and like from my time at um, site and in, in town here with the city fire department um, I'm trained as a rope tech and so I'm very comfortable and I know how to use the equipment so yeah it was 100 percent advantage for me compared to two other competitors where Alana um, she does the same thing with her fire department, 16 years in Winnipeg, a lieutenant now. So I knew she was going to be stiff competition. Yeah, she did the slide down the, yeah, the ladder. Yeah, that, I was, oh man, I missed, that was a missed <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> but I also probably would have smoked my face and, yeah, and then would have finished last. But, um, but no, like, you know, talking about Sally there um, with her, um, you know, slip at the start there, being able to see that through the emergency stairwell, I was like, wow. And I was like, oh, a lot of people would give up. And quit mm -hmm. and she stuck through it and one of the after they told me the results i went to her first she was talking to coach winique and i i told her i'm like i'm very impressed with what you did because she lost a lot of time and almost came through and like almost finished second right mm -hmm. so uh mad props to her uh cuddly he can think on the fly he's he actually left he couldn't he couldn't stand seeing my results <laughs> he told me that he went for a jog so wow yeah because he's like we're like we're like friends and brothers and but like we're still competitors right so he you know but he came <laughs> back and i actually used his sunglasses because i left mine in kingston so i had to get them shipped <laughs> off to sudbury i was i was hoping i was going to make it to sudbury so i got them shipped to sudbury that's why wow that's yeah. some confidence <laughs> yeah. right there big thanks for the cuddly for not taking the team advantage and being like no you can't use my sunglasses yeah. get the sun in your eyes for this yeah and, I, and as a like a like a personal note i, I wish they highlighted um my time with the uh, Fort McMurray Fire Department and, and not even talk about me as an individual, but more like what we've been through as a community with, you know, being five weeks on the job and the wildfire hitting and then 2020 with river breakup, downtown flooding, and there was a pandemic going on. So I wish they highlighted that, kind of give some, uh, give a shout out to Fort McMurray, but it is what it is, can't dwell on it. Um, and then, yeah, we moved on to the uh, tandem event, so, which that was too. <laughs> yeah, you and Kenny building blocks and stuff. Yeah. And now you had the unfortunate because you did finish first. Now everyone gets to watch you yeah. do it. And like everyone had a similar strategy with like the three blocks. Uh, our strategy was based on Kenny getting the flag. So, and me being able to like literally toss those blocks around with ease, mm -hmm. like the double compared to singles, really no different. So I was just going to set everything up and get Kenny to get the flags, but he showed the maturity at his age to uh, realize he wasn't going to get it and we switched uh, strategies on the fly and it worked and it wasn't we got second place to uh, due to a penalty with team teal but uh, yeah black just crushed it like mm -hmm. it, it is what it is yeah it is what it is <laughs> they crushed it uh, you know Luke said it like you know people have been sleeping on MD Jones and yeah she's like that she's the quiet leader of that team and I know what she has athletically, and I think people would dog her just because she finished last in the first solo. And but like that, she's going to get stiff competition. People need to realize that. And like, I, I wasn't sleep. I know what she has in store, and um, she showcased it. And yeah, they, and Bradley's just a, he's a stud too. He's just a, a freak athlete. So. <laughs> Very exciting um, to move on to the next challenge as well with this waterfall that's higher than Niagara Falls and you are running up and down staircases with heavy buckets of water. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that was, I would say that's probably the most grueling event, to be honest. Yeah. Um, that our, our legs were absolutely fried and 
we needed we basically everyone needed therapy in Sudbury because My goodness. yeah, there's a lot of lactic acid buildup and it wasn't carrying it. It was me sprinting back down and that constant like hammering on my legs yeah. of my body weight. Um, me personally, I was like, yeah, my legs were pretty toasted. Um, but yeah, that was our strategy was a good one. Uh, just the I think the difference was Vinny taking the two buckets obviously at the start. Yeah. Um, you know, I was able to carry the two big buckets after to start offloading water in, in my teammates' buckets and just you know it was pretty close and. I, I, I'm not mad at all that how that event went. We we balled out. We did everything we could. Got second place and and that the IKEA furniture will bring it up again. <laughs> that uh that cost us the overall first place and it's unfortunate. Um you know, I would love to have a nice meal by an executive chef, but <laughs> at the end of the day, like like I said before, Skyler was on uh, as an alternate and I got to spend time with him that night and have a nice dinner because he was flying out the next day so um yeah it's a cop-out but you know what spending time with your friends and sharing those special memories is more important than any fancy dinner so that was a, a very fun night in Quebec before we headed off to Sudbury yeah now we we do head to Sudbury and with the tie um but team Luke's time was less mm -hmm. he gets an advantage of getting to choose the order of the teams in the semi-final um, was that a little bit nerve-wracking for you, or were you like, I don't care if we go first or last, I'm just here no, and we'll like, see how it goes? So, yeah, like, it's not a spoiler. It's, so, like, the solo challenge first. So, like, there's really not much you can change strategy-wise. You just, you know, pick your best player, and then um, then there's the team event where you see there's – it looks like it's a mine shaft, right? Um, and then they showcase the uh, water challenge, right? That's the tandem. That, you know, so there's really – not much strategy you can change right especially the mine one everyone's in the tunnel you can't you can't see anything <laughs> like they had uh radios to communicate with your coach but like that went dark real quick yeah. like so there's really no communication so these this this episode is like there's really no point there's really no advantage of going last okay. to be honest with you um but you know they play up you know luke and gil have a bromance so there's some uh you know loyalty there so it's probably why we always went Probably second. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, deal, deal is yeah. going down. It's yeah. always an advantage Goodbye, to going last because you can see what happens. But yeah, uh, it was not really an advantage to be honest with you. Uh -huh. Yeah. What was the recovery time from the staircase one to? How many days off did you get? Oh, we we flew to Sudbury and probably like you know twenty four hours or so. Yeah, just like flew. some quick like physiotherapy and stuff. Yeah, like and... like rolling some yeah. heat treatment stuff like that. But it's just <laughs> trying to yeah, trying to flush it out and like yeah. you're only limited like with the the gym they have at the hotel, Jeez. which which then I don't think the bike was even working. Yeah. So like <laughs> wow. So yeah, you just go for walks and stuff and but at the end of the day, like once you start warming up, yeah, yeah. It's a little, but once you get the blood flowing, you're good to go, right? Mm -hmm. There's no excuse as an athlete to yeah. um to say I'm sore. Like you you I played with many aches and pains it's mm -hmm. just the, the mental toughness right so. wow wow yeah you wouldn't play with me i'm not an athlete no excuse as an athlete to say you're sore yes there is i am hurting it's called, it's called <laughs> i am Advil crying Ex over here <laughs> yeah Advil extra strength will get you through anything these days yeah oh my god carry me up the stairs yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly oh my gosh all right so tonight at eight o'clock semifinals take place gotta watch it on cbc or cbc gem and then next week final episode we'll have you yep. back to hear all about it thanks so much for coming every week yeah and we'll see if in. uh we'll see if team orange makes it through uh according to the ig account and we're we're not even existing in this episode so. <laughs> yeah we'll throw see in some you shade here. whatever 
Are you going to be in this episode? Are you going to be in the next yeah. one? We'll have to wait. You might and see, see me make a cameo appearance in this next episode, but yeah. All right. Well, we're excited <laughs> to see it. Excited to know as well if you're going to win that grand prize and get to go see the Olympics. Yeah, in for France. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Obi, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.